Not sure if the path of your parents is the path for you? What questions do you begin with? What does self-discovery feel like? My journey of self-discovery has been both my privilege and my tribulation. I have lived life differently than most. I offer educational sessions on how to pursue your path. Links and contacts are in the bios. That sounds great. No, I love it. No, I was going to say that even, um, like, I, because, you know, I have, everything I do is, like, social jobs. So, like, you know, do, like, you know, the champagne bar on the weekend and then do, like, you know, voice lessons and, you know, the act all the crap. But I, I feel like lately I've spent so much time alone, partly because, like, you know, when you're on that much, it's very sweet. And, like, even, like, in the champagne part, like, people bring me cards or get, and it's wonderful. But, like, a lot of it, too, just, like, I'm kind of maxed out. And, but it's, it's been interesting, especially, you know, when I, you know, was, you know, I had the breakup. I was so busy. I was doing this stuff. And, you know, we're still great friends. But even with, um, friends and stuff, you know, I was so busy and then winter came and I was like, oh fuck, like, what do I do? And then I would get busy again. But it's funny, I think right now, just like talking to you as a friend, it was like, right now I'm like, okay, I'm ready for the next big career thing. Like there has to be a big shift in my, you know, in my, like of what I want to do. Cause like, I, like we were just talking about, like, I can't sustain that kind of I mean, I can now, but like, you know, when I'm 40, I don't want to be working six and a half days a week. Like, that's a lot. Like, it's a lot to kind of keep up with. And, um, you know, it's not like, like, it was funny, you know, I went out on a couple dates and all this stuff, fun, whatever, but like, like the pool is not fantastic. And so I am like single and... I don't mind. Well, I'd like I, someone, I, but like I'm right along the same lines. Like right? once you, once I, I know. I used to practice dating from a, a successful capitalistic point of view, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> if, you're, if you're gonna make that, if you make that comparison, right? Like, what's the point of go- like for me? The whole point of going out was to meet somebody to have sex with, and I was arguably got very fucking good at that. But I knew right. how to, I knew what I needed to do. I knew what I needed to compromise. I knew what cultural yeah. ticks to do. To, and girls would be like, right. yes, this sounds great. And then I got really good at it. And then people would, you know, and I'm now at a place where I was like, but those people, like I spent 15 years followed by a, a tremendously unsuccessful marriage yeah. doing all of those things because my goal was just to uh, explore really beautiful women in, in fun ways, right? Yeah. And I thought what that would turn into was a a potential of that pool of people, right? A a a, a partner, and I and I yeah. I, I chose one uh, that I thought was going to be great, and it could not have been a worse choice for me. But yeah. like, it now I'm at a place where you know, I'm meeting people and I am the one that is just actively, and it feels very foreign to me, actively like not pursuing any kind of sexualized experience with someone. And and they're confused and I can see it. You know, I'm out and we'll go, I'll meet some girl, woman, and, you know, we're on a walk, we go to drinks or whatever. And they're there like, on a date right 
it's like the table. I've already made the yeah. decision that that's not gonna what this is gonna have. It's this is no, not it's, what's gonna occur. No, I relate to that stuff. Well, I guess you know, not like okay. So like when I'm in LA, I was noticing men with like you, you like so different. I don't get that kind of attention here. I mean, it's New York. You know how it is. Everyone's like running around. But even like I would go on a couple dates and like it's just me being like this. Just me being honest. I would go out with these women, men, and didn't matter. But especially the guys, it was like, okay, you know, I, their, like, career isn't where they want it to be. All right. Okay, they're, like, not able to be on their own. Okay, all this. But they treated me like crap. And, like, that was the thing. Even going in, I, you know, I'd love to have a partner. Of course. Like, and it's funny because as eccentric as I am, I think I am traditional in the sense of, like, I really want, like, you know, one partner down the road. I'd love that. Or I'd be on my own. I'm very happy being on my own or, like, learning and figuring that out. But it got to a point where I was, you know, having flings. They're fun. I'm not saying I'm never going to have a fling again. Mm-hmm. But I would feel worse after. I was like, why did I just waste my time? And it wasn't wasting time in the sense, but it, it was a good lesson to learn. You know, because I, I was with a partner you know, we were very in love, you know, you know, I thought that was someone I was going to be with for a while. And we were, and it was wonderful. That being said, now being on my own, I go, I'm not going to go on these. Like, I want to go out and just have fun. Like, I want to get drinks, maybe dancing, you know, maybe have a fling. And if it's good, like, you know, when I travel or like, but it's I don't real need them organic to come. for me. Yes. Like, like I wanted to, I'm, I'm not I, even I on dating very apps. little effort like, into dating. No. And, 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 and it's and confusing. I'm and it, <laughs> I think I, to a certain extent, I mean, I, I think it was good for me. I learned a lot, but I'm yeah, now in a place yeah. where if I kept doing it, I've learned those lessons and they were fun yeah. lessons to learn. Right. They, yes. Like, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, know, absolutely. I got through no. some lessons, you know, it was, it was tough. You know, they handcuffed oh, I... me a couple times. I tied them up a few times. <laughs> well, you know, it was hard. There, there was whipping. <laughs> It was, it yeah. was obnoxious. Oh, you fantastic. Know. I love that. No, I, and so that's, and I, okay. I'm interested to hear this though. Okay. Cause you get this. It's very different. And you know, I'm still, you know, growing and learning and you know, we all get subconscious. We all totally get that. Like that's just being a human. But I was going to say it was interesting because as someone who is being very much on their own right now, it's not like you're sexually concaved or you're, you're trapped, but it's this difference of trying to have this healthy relationship like with yourself. And especially like there, there was a time even this year I was, and I, I still am a lot and it, it's not fake, but you're on, you're very on, you're in that social scene, you're on, you're laughing, you're doing this. And then it was really hard for me. I mean, it was always kind of hard, but it was really hard for me to go home, you just had all the stimulation. You know, I was opening champagne bottles on the bar or I, I was doing a show in a gown and then I would come home and it's quiet, there's no stimulation and you were totally alone. And I think especially this year, you know, people always talk about like, you know, making their circles smaller, you know, close circles, like the people they're intimate mm-hmm. with. And um, so I said this like on TikTok, this guy was like, you know, career-wise I'm really successful. I'm actually the happiest I've ever been. He's like, but I am the loneliest I've ever been because people don't tell you, you know, the higher up you go and you're on your own journey, whether, you know, people choose to go away or whatever, it, it's, it's, you know what I'm trying to get at? Like, it's a very different feeling. And I feel like I just entered that. 
and it's it's very I, I don't know how to move about that space and I am excited but it it's taken me a lot to really sit with myself in those spaces because you can only go out and drink and party and socialize for so long um and I have there's very a great good... quote that's um, yeah. Uh, I'll have to remember who who it should be attributed to originally. Um, but it, it goes, you know, the, as you grow in your own experience, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, the rarer you become and yeah. the more unique, which is an inevitability through understanding more specifically on who you are. So yeah. when you get on this path of being like, who am I? And what do I want from the world? And right. really examine that. The rarer that you are, the less people are going to want yeah. to be around you and the less people you're going to want to be around. And oh, yeah. that suddenly becomes a very small number. Um, 100%. I mean, part of what I'm doing here in Lisbon is I think that there were so many John Davids in Los Angeles. I was part of so many different circles. No, and, 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 and I no, wasn't different know, people. Yeah. I felt like I was very much myself all the time. Right. And I was right. like, I can right, right, fit right. into this circle and I can fit into that circle and I can, I can run a sex party and I can be part Absolutely. of a supper club and I can go and talk with people about economics and i can go and be in an artistic circle and then start a medical company like i felt like i could do all these things and it was me and i, I felt very that gave me a lot of strength and a lot of identity right but i think well, there were so many different versions right as i came through what right. i came through which grew me exponentially right <laughs> despite the fact that i thought i had done all this growing before I found myself not relating to anybody and every everybody had these expectations of who I was and I and I and I had to explain it to like 25 different circles that I think I'm different now and no one knew what to do with me. Um well, people were attracted sometimes yeah. or repelled but like <laughs> usually it was confusion and it was their relationship to confusion that was either attractive or repulsive right like for the permanent but they were all confused <laughs> and so coming here i was like look i can just clean slate it and that that's just like, there's just all yeah. this baggage in los angeles of yeah expectation um but you know uh, yeah. being here i'm finding of all the similar opportunities and people and i'm making active choices to like nope well nope. and i i i will say i because i I mean, I'm so like, even just having you guys, like having all these friends that I never, you know, we have a support system or, and friends and friend family and investors. Like, I'm so lucky in that sense. At the same time, you know, talking about the podcast we just did, it's, it's one thing, you know, in, in the cultural zeitgeist to be like, you know, this forefront of, you know, this is how you treat people, identify people. It is much more difficult when you know my friends and i'm talking to about my dating life and my friend because that's its own now we're not talking about cultural like like our culture and our society anymore we're talking about me we're talking about you know it's really mm -hmm. hard like you know in these rooms i think often and i don't mean this in an arrogant way but because i'm often different 
you know, and before I was like, oh, I just want to be in a room. You know, I, I love to do this. Now going out to places where, you know, I, I am recognized more and, you know, people come up and talk to me a lot more, but then coming home, you do feel isolated. And, you know, I have a hard enough time, you know, and you have to, it's like this armor. I, I have a hard enough time. My identity is its own thing, but letting alone, you know, finding, let's say a romantic interest, finding a romantic interest, not even that's okay with me, but I'm just saying someone that is genuine and having a real connection with, on top of just in general, everyone sucks and dating sucks. And, you know, but it, it does hurt sometimes. Like, you know, I've had people like talking about like the respect thing earlier. Like I've had so many people come up to me, you know, that, that are not interested in me. Like they're, it, the tone just doesn't like sit right. And I know they're trying to say something nice, but like, it is so patronizing. Like they'll be like, you know, you were really attractive. You deserve someone, you know, that will love you. And I'm like, like that was, Ooh, like that was just like a little twist of the knife <clears throat> there. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, get out of here. Um, and I'm lucky though. Cause I, my friends and family are, incredible like even when we were out in LA and we're partying and having fun you know I, well, I got home at like six in the morning and Lori's like who are you with I was like no one me and John David were hanging out <laughs> and like we until, went out with Keith like he passed out on the couch and then somehow he he somewhere you left <laughs> and I woke up and I was like I don't know what happened well we had I I don't drugs I, hit I, hard I, I, I was, passed well, out we <laughs> well, I remember I was with Keith the next day and I'm like smeared everywhere. And we're at uh, Red Beverly Hills Hotel. And I had seen they're oh, a yeah. wonderful family, but it was those family friends that I had known forever. My hair is a wreck. They see me in this gown and I'm next to Keith. And I'm like, they look horrible. <laughs> I'd be like, they'd be like, they, this man brought him off the street. No, they were so sweet though. But like, it was just funny. You laugh because I'm like, you know, you have those nights where you're feeling yourself. You have these nights where you're like, this is who I am. I fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Like, so dude. it was, yeah. Today's like, a rough day and you know, we all have oh, them rough. and you, I get to have them at the Beverly Hills hotel. So, you know, it's, it's not too bad. <laughs> I feel like even that I'm now finally like, j this was a big this thing is my for Denny's. me. Like even, yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. This is my daddy. It's I'm like, yeah. And that's why everyone's like, well, you know, I'm like, Oh my God, I have nothing good. Like, what do you think it's the trips and travel? I'm like, I don't need you to analyze this. Yeah. I have a great life. <laughs> but mm -hmm. I, um, what was I going to say? I, okay, this was yesterday. This is just me being bitchy now. There are certain things that I, like I said, I'm, this is something like talking about my age and like trying to be like, you know, not overanalyzed, but like put myself in perspective and like check yourself. Like there were certain things where I'd always want to go out. So like even when I was young, er, I did the club kid thing. I did, you know, all of that stuff, go out and I still do that stuff. But here's the difference is like, I'm hitting a point where it's not being rude, like directness. So like, I know where to show face or, you know, be on all that stuff. But I was hanging out with a group of people yesterday. And, you know, if it was a couple of years ago, I would have smiled, I would have hung out, I would have stayed the whole night. It was just people that were really rude in someone else's home. They were just like, they were a wreck. And you could just tell I think, you know, they were just been doing a lot of drugs and I don't care, but it was to the point where it was just like, I don't want to be around these people. Like, and like, you know, it's, you know, before I, I would be around everyone and making friends. 
I'm mm-hmm. at a point now in my life, like I think we, that's where we're similar, and that that I think yeah. that's what we that that's one of the yeah. ways that we like connect. It's yeah, keep going. Sorry, or like be, no, no, not at all. Like being honest with like like even my friend, like I never would have done this before. I'm like, okay, I gotta. And if it's if it's like an important friend, like if it's like a birthday, that's different. But like there would be times like like I talked to my friend last week. They were like, "Do you want to hang out?" And I was like, "I do." I'm like, "I'm gonna be honest with you." I don't want to leave my house today. I'm like, I, I'm really run down. I got to get some stuff done. Do you want to come over and like watch movies and eat pizza? If not, totally get it. And like, you know, we came over, we had fun. But before I would have probably dragged myself out to Brooklyn or I would have, you know, done something that not that I wouldn't have had a great time or it wouldn't have been fun, but why, like, I'm, I'm questioning why am I doing these things now? You know, why? on a personal level not like this big cultural le- like because that i know pretty well but on a personal level why am i going out to date with this person and like that's what's been really interesting especially with younger people because i think i am a little bit of an old soul like if you're like hey let's come out let's have sex and just like have a fling and it's fun people don't know even how to do that anymore like no one knows how to talk no. to each other i, I, no I one, could probably like, manage that way better than i want to manage or like yeah deal right, like, right, right. hey where are you at what are you what's going on with you like i know myself yeah. this is where i'm yeah. at where are you at do we align and people are like mm, i need a little bit more of a dance and i was oh, like right. I, I mean i know how to dance but like it's fucking and even people just not... being like like hey i don't know what i want right now that's awesome like because at least yeah. you're honest and you're like i i can do that i can't do that but th- that's what i was you know people keep asking me like oh are you seeing someone i'm like I can't even get some, like, I can't even see someone like once a week and go out to dinner, especially this is me talking about masculinity and femininity with women. I always have like a deeper connection, always have a deeper connection. I feel, I always joke. I'm like, you know, I I have less one night flings with women, you know, all this stuff. I'll objectify the crap out of men. I don't care. Cause men, (laughs) men, men are just like, it's a whole different ball field. And you know, it, it's funny, even someone that, you know, might present more feminine. I'm very, you know, I'm very fluid, though. But, like, I can't even get a guy to take me out to dinner. Like, you know, I can go out to all the... And that is something I'm proud of myself for, is, you know, I am who I am. I'll, I'll, I'll travel the world. I'll do this. You know, I'll be on the edge. I'll barely make it by. But I don't need someone else to do that for me. And mm-hmm. truthfully, there's no one that is doing that for me now. So... yeah. You know, if someone wants me in that type of intimate space, I'm like, what are you bringing to the table? Like, show up. <laughs> so I'm tough. I'm no, I'm no walk in the park. And I, I think before people will use, I think when you first meet me, I'm very ditz, you know, I come up ditzy, you know, fun, let loose. Um, and I think, especially lately, people get really caught off guard, especially in business when I'm much more assertive because I'm young. And I've been taken advantage of before. And it's the same thing romantically. And it's the same thing with friends is you have to set boundaries and you have, and, and that's something I'm finally learning how to do <laughs> after, after well, this long. <laughs> you, you're, you're about 20 years in front of me. Um, so you're doing real well, you know, and, but I think that's, that's the important thing, right? To pass along the hindsight. Um, like I try and Please. take the point of view. <laughs> No, no, no. I try and take the point of view that uh, I have been on a, an aggressive growth pattern. But what yeah. I do recognize is that I relate to like the Gen Z more than I relate to Gen X. Right? Yeah. Because Gen X, 
grew differently. I think I, I took a much longer route because there were no roadmaps, right? right? And part of what I have to offer, I think, is I have 20 years of experience on you, but we're going through something very similar in the way that I'd we're agree. experiencing life. And I've just had this elongated lesson uh, that fortunately was filled with a lot of fun. But, you know, like I, one of the things that um, I, I noticed, have you seen The Idol with Lily? No, Step? but I've heard about it. So, so in my, in my mid thirties, uh, probably about 33, yeah. to like 35, 36, 37. It was almost yeah. four years. Uh, I dated a woman named Lily, and she was beautiful. Uh, yeah. She looks almost identically like Lily Rose Depp, which is weird to watch <laughs> that show. It's very difficult to watch because they're both 24. Or I was going to say, isn't 24, she 24? Yeah. And Lily's Depp is 24, and so it's like, you know, she was an because actress. Because she's my age. Still an it's actress. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like... It was it's it's weird to watch, but like I watch the dynamic between her and the weekend, whatever his uh character's name is, I can't remember. And like it's super power, it's super sexy, it's oh, yeah. all these different things. And I'm watching it and I was like I lived that life, man. I was in those mansions i was in those houses with those women i lived that life and oh yeah what, what what's taken what, what's what's made me aware is like there's a part of me that sees that and is like wow that's over right and this is so sexy but then there's part of me that's like it's over because it's very destructive uh right and as sexy and as fun as it is in those power games and, you know, the, the kind of sex that you have, that I guess most people don't. And the kind of experiences that you have, the places you go, yeah. getting on helicopters to nowhere, you know, getting on private jets to Napa Valley for no reason. So you know, I was going to bring this up. Yeah. I, I need your, if you finish, but I, I have a question. I need your, to pick your brain about something. <laughs> yeah. Uh just to finish that thought, yeah. I think that for me, like I look back with such fondness of these experiences and watching that show is like, oh shit, that's like, that's like a version of my life. A hundred percent. And yet I look back and there's, there's a, a, a loss that I feel because that part is over. Right. Um, you know, I I'm no longer gonna, you know, have sex with two different women at the top of Mount Olympus, you know, <laughs> overlooking all of LA. You know, it's not for everyone. But <laughs> and it's I don't I don't know that it's even for me anymore. But right. I did those things. Um Yes, and you it's did. it's weird when you have <laughs> such heightened experiences. I know. Right. That it to move away from it feels like you're losing something like it feels I've, like i've lost yeah. something even though i've made intentional choices like moving 
uh, to the other side of the world from that place when I was at the top of it. I mean, I was running, yeah. I was on the board of the play. It's not like, it's not like that world left me behind. Right? right. I just didn't double down on repeating the last 20 years in the next 20 years. Right. And I've got this like hope that I'm making a good choice because the last 20 years were really great, but they, they were, they weren't as deep as but I There were some ups and downs too. Yeah. 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 And it's, when I tried to go deep with one yeah. person from that world, it was a not healthy disaster. Yeah. Right. And so And you struggled with that. I even remember, you know, you've you've had those ups and downs. Um Yeah. And it, sure. I think it is hard to you know, at what you know, and I, I think we're similar in this, you know, there's always moving through the world, it's always satisfaction of more, 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 more. Where, like, for me, yeah. I feel this dichotomy of, you know, talking about shows. You know, we were talking about Real Housewives earlier, but, like, Real Housewives, Sex in the City, and, I mean, God, White Lotus. Like, mm-hmm. we know those people. Like, we live in <laughs> right. those circles. Yeah, well, <laughs> like those, that, are, those, those, those like, are my lives, right? No, like, like and it's, it's very, so here's the weird thing is that, and, like, this is what I talk to people about because, like, and this is something people ask me all the time. How do you do this? How do you you know, you have brand endorsements, you have investors, you have all this stuff. But it's very, very interesting. Like I said, I thought I was going to move to New York, just be an actor, singer, have a manager. I do everything. Down the road, I need a team. But right now, event producing, acting, singing, all of it. I'm my own team. I'm my own marketing. I'm my own advertising. Nor do I have the, you know, ability in the moment to have like a fuck, you know, like this PR, you know, estate. And so it's very mm-hmm. interesting someone that did not grow up in New York high society, that didn't have a dynasty in that sense. I'm Whose last kind name of, isn't Depp. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I being mean, in these she's rooms... She's beautiful and a wonderful actress, but wonderful. her last name but no, also right, Depp. Like, and like I said, in Tampa, very different. But coming to New York, not having that name, that family... I've really been able and to money. create a life for myself. And, oh, 100%. I mean, and that's what I always joke about. I've eaten at the nicest places and beautiful dresses. But like, you know, there's people that are, you know, and they're in Europe for two months. I don't do that. I mean, I go for a couple of weeks, but I'm, I'm lucky in the <laughs> sense. It, it's very, but see, here's the thing that people don't see. And this is where I'm talking about like wanting, a, not a new start, but at a, a crossroads of, I feel like half of my life is very, very white Lotus, like very in the sense of you're traveling the world. You are, you have great friends. It's very over the top and it's so unrelatable to the majority of how people are living their lives. When I was a kid and, you know, I was very lucky. We had a great life, but like, I, I, and I still got to do those incredible things, but it's very different being on your own. I, I'm in a, I've, I've done things I, I never thought in my dreams I would do. At the same time, I do work in a gig economy. I do work in service. So I'll come back. Like this happened this year. I was, we were at a wedding in Tuscany. You know, we, mm-hmm. we went, I was with my friends. We were in Rome. I came back. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't worked in two weeks. I don't have, you know, paid time off. I don't have any of this. I come back and I'm going back and I'm very lucky with my jobs. And I'm, you know, three years ago, I had to wear, you know, a uniform and you didn't say your name to customers and you were serving people. Now I have more of a personality in it. 
I kind of, you know, I have a little more leeway, but coming back to that life is so, I mean, it's so drastically different and it's, it is really difficult because you're unrelatable to that side because of what you do. But then on this side, you don't have the age, the dynasty and any of this. So you feel like you have a lot of privilege, but then at the same time, you know, you're on the edge of balancing. I, I mean, it's truly you, I, you shift between two different classes and, mm. you know, it's at a point where I'm like, you know, I look at other people and, and I mean this with no disrespect, but I, I, I don't want to be in my forties working five days a week in a restaurant. I don't want to do it. Whereas now I'll work in a champagne bar. I'll teach voice lessons. I will go at it and hustle if it means I don't have to, I can't go out every day, but I get to travel. And, you know, that's the things that on Instagram and all this, you know, people don't see that. Um, and so I think people, you know, and especially, I mean, this is the thing I want your advice on too. You know, people, we haven't even talked about it, not just being like social media, but um, people have a very, very interesting perspective. Uh, and I know this, like, you know, because most of what I do now at this point, everything is in luxury. So the arts are luxury, champagne, food, wine, voice. Those are all luxury industries. And so, you know, most of the time, like they'll see me at a restaurant, they'll see me with a glass of champagne, they'll see me with something and they don't see all the back end stuff. They don't see the business deals. They don't see the endorsements. They don't see any of that. So it just looks like I'm partying, which is part of the brand that I've created for myself. But the downside is I think people think my day-to-day lifestyle is very, very different than what it actually is. Um, right. And I love it. And I, I mean, I like, and that was the kind balance. of intentional, but then, oh, 100%. To, but then you have to face the consequences of people believing yeah. you. Correct. And they don't. And like, you know, that's something where once again, it's this thing of, you know, if it's a close friend, like, like, for example, you know me, like, you know, people that know me, it's very different. But if I'm out in public, like, once again, do you need to prove this to this person? And number two, it's like, you know, it's not, and it's not quite that exciting. And so, you know, people are going to think what they want. <laughs> See, I think that's, that's the, so my social media for this yeah. podcast is completely managed. Um, yeah. that, like, all of the funding yeah. is none of it goes to me at all to the yeah. social media yeah. because I know, I, I mean, that's one of the reasons I left entertainment as an right. actor after 15 years. Like um, I, yeah. to me, it, it is, it's a double-edged sword that swings and cuts literally both ways. Uh, and, yeah. you know, because, you know, as you work, it's hard work, <clears throat> excuse me. It's mm-hmm. hard work first to build a, brand that projects a reality that is marketable is effortless basically and then you have to live in that reality that's what that's what i think people Mm -hmm. miss is then you have to live in that reality and you're not allowed to be a regular person person. i mean that's the price of fame that's what's been coming from famous people the entire time and now social media has made everybody famous without the money without the teams without the support and they're, they're running around and they're they're like, hey, I've got, I, I'm, I'm all these great things. 
But then right. you can't go to, to people and be like, I also have problems. Fuck off. You don't have problems. Look at your life. My oh, life's not I, like that. Right. And, and, and they have to live in a world where no one cares about their problems because they have made a point to convince people that they have them. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it seems so effortless or it was handed to you and you live it and it's fun. People don't and want like to talk I about said, the work. And you chose, no. And you, and you know, I chose that. Like I said, I have a great life. No one forced me to do that. But like I said, being young and kind of entering this new stage, I do learn that no one, you know, people think you know, it's almost like you're on, you're unrelatable. People aren't going to relate to you and they're, they're not going to think about, you know, these different types of struggles that you have and you probably don't need them to, but at some, it is isolating. It's really isolating, especially among people my age. Um, and it's, you know, it's funny. My TikTok is like goofy. Like it's crazy. Uh, I mainly do it like when I travel or, you know, just for different things or, you know, if I write a song or something. So it's all like, just like a clusterfuck, but it's funny because, you know, I have a lot of people my age that really have gone down serious influencing. So, you know, I'll review Russia. You know, I don't have a big following on TikTok. It's just like people view yeah. it, people view it. My Instagram is a lot of business stuff, but it's funny because, you know, now you have people on TikTok, um, specifically being really, really specific, really over the top. And not, and it's not a bad thing at all, but just like talking every single minute of like their sex lives, their, their journey, whatever it is. And it, it's really, really cool. And I was thinking about it because I think I am so on in person. I'm such an in-person person. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I, I don't, I'm I not, I don't do the, like, I don't do the dating apps that much. I like going out, like I'm very old, like old New York. Like I like going out to the bars, the restaurants. So it's funny on social media, I like to perform. But what I have noticed is that I'm, I don't have that no separation. Like I, I do keep, like there are things in my life, they're not hidden, but there's things that I'm not putting all over social media. Like there is a, a border because the, I think that's the, for me in this moment, you know, who knows, maybe I'll turn to do an info, but that's not really like my thing that I'm doing. Um, but I think in order to keep any ounce of sanity, I, I have to keep that distant because it, you know, with these influencers and it is a job and it is a hard job, but that's their full-time job. Like to me, it, that's just marketing in addition to what I'm already doing. And I don't think I'm ready to give up the little privacy that I have left. You know what I mean? Well, to your point, like, I think the, the toxicity of being quote unquote influencer lies right. in the motivation of, I want to be successful. Right. I want to be rich. I want to have money. Right. And when you, when yeah. that is the goal and that's all you do, especially with social media influencing and branding when it's just you and you're you're the hustle which is respectable from a certain point of view but it's right. i think really damaging because it, it yeah it strips away you being a person in your own life like yeah. you're not a human being in your own because you're not allowed to be because you're manipulating yourself right and your surroundings and your environment and the people that you're with and right. for a photo op, right? You're no longer capable of going out with your friends and just being like, let's be out. Right. You're out 
being like, hey, this is a work opportunity and this is a great party and I need at least three videos and five pictures of me having a great time so that I can self-promote mm -hmm. tomorrow so that I can come to another party like this and then self-promote. And then over enough time, you hate your existence because you're not having any fun. No, um, and that's that's the thing. I always joke. I'm like like a mom on social media. I'll take the pictures and we'll have fun. And I'll post them when I post them. But and this <laughs> this is where I'm going to get unapproachable. But you know this. Like a lot of the events we go to, there's photographers, there's videographers, there's all that stuff. Even doing like, because this is down the road, but like there's there's been talks about doing some sort of like reality show and doing that. Even if I did something like that, that comes in seasons. You know, I don't have someone like like you'll have people bring up family conflict, personal drama every single day. I'm not ready for that. I'm not I mean, ready. Honestly, if you look at my personal yeah. Instagram, which is the only social media that I carry I do. for myself yeah. and it's private. Yeah. Um, but if you look at that, I, I would I would argue most of the pictures that you see of me yeah. are taken by somebody else. Uh -huh. At not oh, really 100%. my request. It like, hey, let's get some pictures. Oh, okay. And then they'd be like, hey, that's cool. And they would go through and they would essentially, even if they were a friend, they'd be like a personal photographer type of friend right. at that moment. But it was usually that. And then I'll be like, oh, thank you so much. That's, that's a cool shot. Maybe I'll post that. And yeah. I'll do that oh, for yeah. them and we'll, we'll reciprocate. But that doesn't, that's not enough to be a, a social media influencer. Correct. Right. You got to, right. You, and and one of the one of the struggles I had in certain relationships um, with women that were, and I'm sure this works with men. It just I don't, yeah. I don't really date men. So like with the women that were more <laughs> um, focused on their social media, is I realized part of my responsibilities as a boyfriend or husband at one point. Right. Was to just be their personal fucking photo photographer. Yeah. And that was, I mean, I literally right. said to one of them, we were on the beach in Hawaii and I'm trying to enjoy the beach in Hawaii. And she's like, come on, let's go. And I was like, sorry, you just want me to follow you around with the camera? Well, yes. It's That's not how I want to live my life. Right. Well, and that's like, the thing I want too. to be in yeah. a situation. I don't want to just, I don't, I don't want to create Live in the moment. Yeah. Uh, right. Right. I just don't, and I don't, I don't want to create moments to film. Yeah. It's just so it looks like I'm living in the moment, right? right? The amount of work it takes, like I'm in, I was in entertainment. It's hard. It's, yeah. it takes oh, a lot of, a lot of work and people and attention and creativity to make everything feel like you did nothing. <laughs> Right. Well, you know? and for me, no, except, well, and that's my thing is, you know, if I audition for something or like today, I might, cause I have like a down day. So I'll normally go through newsletters or I'll go through some TikToks or Instagram, just like, you know, prep stuff and do stuff that was fun, but it's at my own pace. Or <laughs> in my head, I'm like, if I was doing this every single day, committing to it, like talking about every person I have sex with, every person I have a fight with, dropping names, doing all that. For me, because people are really good at it too, like, and they have a voice and they have a narrative. I think it would be disingenuous. Like, like I, 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 I don't think it would come from a genuine place at all. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I mean, so, I I, I, for me, I think it, this is the best be, that I get. And these are great. Right. Like, 
I can do Correct. this. This is what I've kind of discovered, right? Like this kind of thing. Like, and I'll then do, we just yeah. click the record I'll do button. my stand up. I'll Fine. do my singing. I'll do. Yeah. But this is, and, and that's where it, it kind of gets at. Um, and my advice, if anyone is listening that is in the arts, cause this is another thing I'm dealing with with social media and just in general, know when you're doing something and they can coincide. I'm not saying they can't know when you're doing something for fun, know when you're doing something and you're getting something out of it, whether it's PR, whether it's photos, whether it's whatever, and know when you're doing something for money, because the amount of people to this day that come up to me, especially for art galleries and for dinners, they want me to do a month of work for free and I won't do it. Even for acting at this point, if it's something I'm really passionate about or if it's for charity, you know, there's exceptions. But if I'm doing something as a job, I'm not doing it for free. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's one of those things because that's what we're expected to do, right? We're and expected your, and that still demands a work life balance, right? You right, gotta exactly. have enough things built in that you're just doing for fun. You gotta be able to say, I think, in order to, to maintain the happiness, right? Right. In order to maintain a sanity, right? Like right. social media is driven young girls to suicide by 30 percent yeah right that's, oh 100 like, these things are real like they're you know you could say like hey don't you know do you want to be happy or do you want to be successful and 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 i i think there there needs to be a balance because successful yeah. people throw themselves off bridges too well and i know this gets me into a lot of crap but you know what fuck it i'm just gonna say it a lot of times in food and wine, this happens all the time. And I'm not as nice about it anymore. I love learning about food and wine. I love cooking. I love tasting it. Do I know everything? No. I want to keep learning. I'm young. I love it. Let there be no mistake, though. I'm not doing that out of, it's a job. Like, it is a job. And that is for money. It is, it's not that it's everything. But, you know, there is such a I mean talking about acting being toxic food and wine is so toxic to be like Mm. put everything on the line go above and beyond don't get paid for this and I'm lucky because every company I've worked for I do genuinely love and care about because I won't work for a company I don't stand behind if something turns into something it's not I leave you know or I'll get Mm -hmm. fired but most of the time I've just left and so I um but yeah, I mean, it's, and you know, you see things that are coming up, you know, like the menu or all this stuff where it is people give of everything. And there's so many performers I know that have given up auditions and security and safety. And it's hard to do that. But I- I've told myself at the end of the day, it's for, f- it's for fun in the sense I love the education and I get to try food and try wine. That's why I do supper club. But I'm, I'm doing it for a paycheck. I'm doing that because four days a week I'll go in. Do I want to do that for the rest of my life? No. If anything, mm-hmm. I'll do events. I'll do personality stuff. I'll do tastings. But I, I'm not going to be going into a restaurant four days a week when I'm in my mid-40s. And, I, you know, I'll find something else. But your body, and quite frankly, mentally, I, I can't handle it. You know, I, having panic attacks, having doing all this, in general, just in food and wine, it's hard, but I'm lucky. I, I've had great bosses. I love it. I, I'm going to do it for a while. But down the road, it's not my end goal. And it never right. has been. And I think I work with people who are master psalms and work with people who are truly like culinary geniuses. 
and I get to learn so much from them. But at the end of the day, what I'm there for is entertainment. It's, you know, it's not for um, that. Maybe that's my food and wine tangent. <laughs> well, I mean, and it just, you know, I think that's great advice. I mean, that's your own experience of what you did lay out of right. understanding what you're there for. You know, yeah. Uh, if you're going to go, if I was going to into it to be a master, ride song. rides. Yeah, this isn't the moment to like no. create a social media campaign about how cool you are to ride rides, unless Correct. that's why you're there. And then the people around you need to know. And right. um, I think that's where there's been struggling, and I think that's where certain levels of uh, unhappiness come from from both the people that are pursuant and the people that are around them. They're like. Dude, I hate hanging out with them because they just everything's a fucking photo op. Everything, everything's an opportunity, and they're constantly trying to like get a right. get some. And I just want to be there. And yeah, and then the person that is like, "Hey, this is my life, man. This is how I'm making a living. This is how I'm creating my brand. Like, you got to support me. Your my friends aren't supportive. I think right. is what someone would say. You know, well." You're and not a good you, friend. You're not supporting me. Yeah, but you suck to be around because every time I turn around, you're creating some sort of thing that I have to like participate in and photo shoot for you or smile or you're like, hey, no, no, no. Or, hey, let's do a let's do a thing. And it's like, oh, no, we got it wrong. Oh, yeah. Can we just cheers? I'm I here have, to cheers. I'm not here for the boomerang experience. I, I've had so many instances. And like I said, I, I, I do one, I do, but it's different. Like I, it's I'll, like I'll have this. This happens a lot, actually. I'll go, like I'll be doing an art. Like people will want to talk to me because they want to meet the gallery owner, or people want to talk to me for a photo op. In all my careers, in acting, food, whatever it is, but you'll have people that I, you know maybe they don't care for me, or maybe they're really intimidated, or they're really unhappy. But then when there's a camera. It's like we're best friends. We're the, and I'm like, just yeah. be genuine. Like, I, I can't, I don't have time for it. And I'm like, if you yeah. think that, you know. And creates, it, it creates it, a lot of falsehoods. It's weird. It? It, it's very weird. And I'm, you know, I'm like, at the end of the day, like I said, whether it's a company, whether it's your friends, whether you're dating someone, be genuine about it. If you're not, if you don't like someone, don't go out of your way to hang out with them. It's weird. It's very, very weird. Um, yeah, but in, in the game, <laughs> yeah. but I mean. I think it took Hollywood. It took the worst parts of entertainment in Hollywood, which, yeah. you know, hey, like, it's about who you know. Go to the Hollywood parties, mix and mingle with people, and you may or may not even like, and like, but that's the game. And then make them like you, smile, and, you know, yeah. they'll cast you, smile, and you'll get this job, you'll get work. And it took yeah. the worst part of Hollywood, which, by the way, rich and famous used to be a thing. Yeah. So, you went and got famous and then got rich because of it. Mm -hmm. And what spread to the world was fame. Right. But now you, you can be real famous and real poor and, and, oh, and then it's almost, oh, yeah, 100%. it's almost funny. <laughs> right. So like rich and famous isn't a thing anymore. It's no. not a say it doesn't work. Right, because it's, we we made everybody. I mean, Warhol was right. We made everybody famous. They took the money away, and then everybody's running around, and the only validation they have is from their ego, and it, it's created mm -hmm. this world of narcissists that run around and they just 
they don't know how to relate to people. Everything's about them. Everything's well, an opportunity. And it's like, or maybe we could just sit down. Let's, being let's, intimidated by other a, people's success never looks good. It never looks And I'll tell you what, I, you know, no one's asked me to do their taxes. I, I, it's not like I have 50 million skills, but I do think it entertaining. You know, I, 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 I work hard and, you know, I, I hope it's enjoyable for everyone. But I'll tell you what, the people I love working with, the directors, the actors, all this stuff. It's not like you need to be friends with everyone, but I'll tell you, being a person and getting a drink after or getting a bite to eat, those are people that I've consistently worked with where I know some really fantastic actors that if they don't think someone is doing something for them, they won't acknowledge them. And it's very interesting because it does determine who you work with. Um, you know what, though? My experience in Hollywood, yeah, uh, the people that only spend their time with people that can do something for them, they do end up successful. Oh, yeah. In their own sort so of that's, way. Right. But that's the, well, in the way of that we've defined it as like yeah. getting roles, getting money, getting like, yeah. There is a, and it's this kind of like dark truth, at least in my oh, yeah. experience and what I saw, right? It's kind of like this dark truth. You want to think that like the universe is going to win and like, hey, if they're just using those people because of what they want from them and like, everybody's going to see through that and they're, you know, they'll right. eventually not work. And, you know, the people that are genuine oh, and yeah. kind, they're, they're the ones that are going to get the work. It's a That's not dream. how it works. Yeah. No, it's not. not. And really. I think, I think the one thing, once again, you know, you look at people and you think, oh, well, I could do that. Or, oh, they're awful and they're successful. Here's the thing. Once again, you're comparing yourself. And I think and it's not me sympathizing or any of that, but people like that, that are successful in that traditional way. Correct. But once again, just like just like stuff I've done and you've done that have consequences, good and bad. There was a price that they paid for that. You know, there mm -hmm. it's it's very, you know, it's very similar. It's not that I necessarily sympathize with it, but there there is they didn't just do it and they just got all this stuff out of it. They they did pay in their own way for that. Absolutely. And right. and they and can either live with it or not. But like that, you know a determination of what you want. Right. Which is again with the, you know, it's what the whole podcast is kind of about. Like who are yeah. you? What do you want? Because like if you want to be an icon or an right. idol that might you know that might come at the cost of being a person well and that's the thing too is i guess that's what i'm getting at i'm not going to sell myself out just for 15 seconds of you know of fame um where i andy warhol you know, be disappointed i know i know but it's true i you know at some point and sorry andy i love you uh <laughs> But no, like it's it's to the I think point would where be congratulatory towards you actually. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, I think well, you'd be like, oh, you're one of the real ones. That's all I was trying to do. Well, at, at the end of the day, you know, talking about community and talking about yourself, you know, is that I've I've struggled a lot with mental health. I need to be able to come home and and have somewhat of a healthy environment and to be able to sit with myself, and you know, I. I love performing, but my, and I want to do it for the rest of my life. My goal in life, I want to be the best actor and entertainer and food and what I can be. I don't need to be the best. I want to be a good friend. I want to be, you know, whatever that means to me. I want to be a good friend, good to my family. Because at the end of the day, like there, there have been people for me when I've, you know, 
we've had, we have so much fun and we're crazy, but then like sometimes shit hits the fan and that really shows your relationship with yourself and the relationship with the people around you, because I can get other acting jobs. I can miss out on other acting jobs. I can get another restaurant job, but you know, figuring out who I am and, and, and who I want to be at the end of the day, whether our camera's on or not. I mean, that, that's how I want to move through my world. (laughs) And it's interesting to me how we still put so much validation into what the camera sees. Um, Yes. You know, and I think the why we do things is, is important. I mean, you could argue that us recording this conversation has some sort of uh, narcissistic approach or you know this like oh what we have to say matters but you know i think that for me i don't need it to matter right but i do have a need to contribute to the society at large or to uh the culture that i see coming uh good and bad and right you know one of my strengths has always been the ability to like look down the road and sometimes I veer a little negative because I, I like to be prepared right. but like I, 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 I'm aware of so many different things and, and I can see how everything could potentially start interacting from tech to culture to global culture population change you know gender fluidity potentially you know yeah. I, I think racial fluidity is to, to bring it back to the thing we were talking yeah. about the other one it's like it's I think it's it's coming because we're mixing the the races sure. as it is. The one thing we aren't mixing with very, very few exception of hermaphrodites aren't mixing genders. No one's coming out I'm like half guy, half girl biologically, but biologically, right. you could be half African American and half Latino well and and now it's which and one I are think you? What, well, and I think it's the same thing with sexuality, though. It's, I mean, even, and I mean this in a very specific context, but, you know, a lot of times with race, like, you know, how that comes in culturally is purely to oppress other people, you know? And so I think, if anything, and this is just speculation, I think conversations that are going to be had down the road and that have already been having, you know, been discussed is taking emphasis you know, being proud in your skin, but also taking emphasis off of it, because then, you know, it can't be used to oppress those people anymore. And I think people are going to be very uncomfortable with that idea. So I don't know if it's going to come out in a traditional sense. And of course, you know, there's a lot of topics that, you know, sexuality and the arts and even entrepreneurship, not spelling or grammar, obviously, but like, you know, the whole thing about that, I can talk about. But then there's certain things, and I think this is what people do need to learn in this constant point of having a camera. There are certain things and certain topics I don't need to discuss, and I would not come as an expert in those events. I'm not going to tell people what to do with themselves medically. You know, I'm not going to give people advice on what they should do with their finances, with their money. It's not my place nor my lane, Um, especially, you know, if someone has different colored skin or, you know, whatever it is. I'm not, I'm not going to tell people how to be old. I'm not going to tell people how to, you know, be cis. Like I'm, I'm not, you know, it's just not topics that I, um, it's not that I don't care, but it's topics where I'm not an expert in that. And I think I, I you're having a, that, 
you, yeah. you shouldn't tell people how to be um, at all. I right. think you should tell, I think we should all be able to agree on why to be. I, t- I right? completely agree. And then the, the how true. and the what and the, 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 you know, like, why are you the way you are and I'm the way I am? Yeah. Those are probably very similar answers. A hundred percent. And you get somewhere with that. Completely yeah. different. And, right, because you can find common ground. Because Exa- either, exactly. Why are you doing this? Because I don't like you and I want you to go away. All right, well, now we're in conflict. But right. why are you doing this? Uh, because this is who I am and this is how I think. And this is great that you're the right, way you the are. Because the answers don't oh, have to be the same. We completely agree now. And then, yeah. It's like the answers can be polar opposites, but there's still commonality in it. And right, I but the that's... questions are the same. Exactly. And the reasons and we're asking cool. the questions are the same. And, and that's, what, that's what, you know, that's what this conversation is about. That's what, you know, all these conversations are about. It's about why are we making the choices we're making? It doesn't really right. matter what the choices you're making are if... The why comes from a positive place that isn't rooted in fear and control and power. Exactly. And that's where our culture should live. And I think, you know, those are the questions to ask, you know, and I think most people look at the outcome and then they try and backtrack. And I think for a long time, we culture allowed us to actually ignore the why because right. it forced us to behave in a certain very specific way i mean there's jokes about it the stepford wives right yeah. which is the, uh, a, a book and a film um you know and it, it just presents women and men as these very archetype experiences right. and i think there and some people really relate to it and they're like yeah that's the way it should be that's where i'm happiest and some people are well, like yeah you're fucking robots well, so exactly even well i think about like you talk about freedom like i was thinking about like um that awesome interview you know they're talking about like nina simone they were talking about like all of her like her singing career and all this stuff and they were talking about um you know her song i wish i knew how to be free all this stuff they're like what does freedom mean to you and she's like no fear and i think about that a lot because that that's mm-hmm. what it is people live in fear then people are oppressing each other and there are mm-hmm. very very few and it's it's not it's the difference of like when i'm on stage you know even when i'm in my gowns or all this there is no fear. It, it, it's almost like, and you know how this is, it's almost like a high. It, yeah. it is a feeling that you cannot, especially life, that you, you will never get it again. You will ne- that fe- it's in that moment, and when it's gone, it's gone. And um, that, that's, all, that's what I know how to do, is if I can entertain people and, and bring some positive form, even if it's a very dark material, bring some sort of, feeling invoke an emotion and be a just existing that to me is freedom like that is truly living in oneself well i think this notion that the the new rich as it's been described is time and not money yeah leans into what you just said because if you would rather have the time to spend with the people that you want to spend it with the cost of those experiences if you're really honest and you can set down your egoic attachment to what other people think 
right? Whether right. you're driving in, you know, a Honda Accord, right, or Porsche Cayenne, yeah, it shouldn't really matter if you're got the radio on or your iPad or your iPhone <laughs> playing, right? And everybody's singing at the top of their lungs. And it's yeah. like, this is fantastic. And I love all the people in this car. And we're going to a fun thing. It's awesome. And it's going to be great. And I'm wearing, you know, a $3 t-shirt, you know, or a $200 t-shirt in the Cayenne. Like, it shouldn't matter. And I think that is what is coming to a certain extent. This, this understanding that, I'm not saying the $200 t-shirt is something that, no one and it is somehow morally wrong absolutely not go for it if you if it doesn't take right. away exactly but if in order to have that $200 t-shirt you have to spend your entire life doing things you don't want to do and you never get to exactly. take out that $200 t-shirt that you bought cuz you can't you don't have time to you get in the car with friends mm -hmm. you got to keep it work in your $200 button down Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. What's the value? What's the you point? Know? Yeah. Like, and you know, I think we're starting to see that expose itself in LA in entertainment. Yeah. Um, you know, I think other cultures, for example, where I'm at now in Lisbon, have a certain sense of that, but it's usually a forced sense, right? Like, right. there's not as much opportunity to be obscenely wealthy here as there is in right. LA or New York, for example, it does exist. Um, but not, not in the same ways. And it's not so approachable right. from any walk of life, right? You can't just be like, oh, I'm a kid from Missouri, from the Ozarks. And I moved <laughs> out like 300 bucks in my pocket. And now people right. know me as Brad Pitt, right? Like that's <laughs> less of an opportunity in Lisbon than it is in LA. But that's why well, even here it's a fake concept of that American dream. You know that it's it, it's so obtainable in yeah, every. It's it's not really obtainable, yeah. but like it, but it does exist. That that doesn't exist here at all. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not. No kid has ever when, come from, you know, Podunk, Portugal, and come to Lisbon and become a god. Yeah, that's when here happened. it's like especially it's a very american thing of like we your whole goal is to build almost this dynasty of yourself you know and yeah. if you're not Which doing that is, is, is what are you stupid. doing oh, we, we know that doesn't work right like you're an actor right but how many, how many marlon doing brando it. films have you, how many marlon brando films oh my god a lot <laughs> it's been a minute you are by far the exception though oh 100 percent i'm the exception i'm just a film nerd that's why i mean it's you, like you talk to actors. I mean, I, I, I would, you know, in dates in L.A. or whatever. Yeah. And I talked to these women that were actresses that your age, slightly above. And, you know, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I've, I've never seen. I, I know he's great, but I, I've never seen a Marlon Brando film. And well, you realize you're like, oh, like. This whole notion of fame and legacy this film is going to live on after me this well and yes, i think it, to a certain it, extent but not it doesn't you know. it doesn't so like even Marilyn not in the Monroe, way that it's promoted it doesn't like, live on in the way that 
the promises. Yeah. Yes, it does well, live like, on. And you can go back and watch a movie with Brando in it and be like, oh, that's touching. But well, it's like, not... look at Marilyn Monroe or like Amy Winehouse. Their art has lived on and they, they are really culturally integrated. However, if you look at their life, which had ups and downs, Brando the same. Their lives, he died alone both at like 800 pounds. Ended, it was ridiculously They fast. ended so tragically. Yeah. And now it's, oh, we remember them. Oh, we do this. But the the iconography of them became its own thing outside. And everybody's like trying Amy to be an Winehouse. Icon. It's a tr- yeah. It's and it, but it wasn't necessarily like Amy Winehouse trying to be that. Like she was a jazz singer. There were drugs. But now they've painted this as like this perfectly track. Like there's a narrative put on her that like now lives outside of her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, 100%. The, the show, the idol, the the the. Lily Depp's character is like, I want, I want my music to mean something. I, I want to, I want to be an icon. I want to be a, a, a yeah. an icon of my generation, and I want my music to live on long after me. And I right. think, honestly, it just doesn't exist. I mean, Madonna was that in the eighties. Period. Full stop. She was at the forefront of culture and she reinvented herself again and again and she has had a musical influence on the way that women and men are creating music today for 100%, sure a hundred percent no one's really listening to like a virgin anymore I don't know. I I see. Uh, I have to. They disagree. might remix it into a song now and again, but no one's I going back and being time. like, "I love Madonna and I wanted." To, I just don't see that. I think happen. they do. Where? I think where does this her happen? tickets? Her new uh, tour just got sold out. Like her big because it's no, Madonna. But she's reinventing like, herself again and again, and that's what I mean. She's good at it. But if she, yeah, but but like it's but a that's skill. Her skill. It's but like if she, it, which Madonna isn't doing as far as I know, in all the concerts that she's reinvented herself so far, she's not going back and singing the songs from 1987 and 1984. I think, I think she's she is singing now. new shit. I think, I think now she's going back. I think so this it's is like her a legacy first... tour. And, and this it, is the point. I think it's this like, is kind of what I mean. She's like, oh, wow. she's like, Madonna, I was being you know, forgotten like and I'm not dead yet. So I want to try and remind everybody that the reason I did all this shit was to be remembered it's, as an icon and i yeah it's i mean at that point though well, too see, like i mean Elton in 15 like, years if people care it's i don't know it depends like it what's been really interesting too talking about like remixing i always bring this up elton john i, I mean because you know nostalgia is a thing elton john is like passing his original songs with the remixes and like it's a whole new, you know, you have Dua Lipa on it, and it's I mean, marketing wise, it's it's quite genius, you know. If you know, it's a, but it's, it's a marketing. But also, play. you it's have not... the name. You're well, I'm also like you're Elton John at this point. Like you can do whatever right. you want, which like I would do it. Like you know, go for it. I'm not like, saying it's fun. wrong. I just don't know no, if in like once they're dead, in like thirty years, there's going to be thirty yeah. more years of musical talent yeah, well like people you know, just aren't though, gonna they're just yeah like the idea the promise of like hey you need to be remembered as part of your trauma <laughs> of childhood well you know it, also it's, like it's what it is it's a representation of trauma it, it's not, and it's not maybe i'm also dry. yeah 
Maybe mm-hmm. I'm in like the minority of this, but like, because people ask me this all the time, and I don't want to be overly stupid and never plan, you know, for the future and all that. But I'm like, I'm alive today. And I'm, you know, when you're young, you're taught your legacy years after you're dead. When I'm dead, I'm dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to live today. No, who gives a shit? I want to travel the world. I want to have fun. I don't need to be the smartest person in the room. I don't need to be the richest person in the room. I want to have fun. I have goals, but I want goals for while I'm alive. Because as you've seen with dynasties, political careers, social careers, at the end of the day, nothing fucking matters. Live your life. Do what you want to do. That's the whole thing with all these people getting upset for the future. Like the impacts Candace Owens makes. Candace, and I'm not saying this is so negative. This is not what I'm thriving to do. But you see people act so selfishly because they're not thinking about the future. They're thinking about themselves and today. On a positive note, for me, I'm like, I want to change the world for a better today. I want to be myself. I want to pass along any wisdom, any fun I can. (laughs) And then at the end of the day, I'm going to be gone. And at the end of the day, whatever happens after me, I hope I while I was here, I I gave some positive effect to my right. the people around me and how because I always say how you treat people when you walk into a room, that will stay with you for the rest of your life. So I'm like, if I can give some positive aspect of that, I have done my job. <laughs> right. And and that that positive and it's I think it's positive for you, right? That doesn't mean you have to be the smiliest person in the room. That doesn't right. mean you have to know all the things to say and, um, and, and you, you know, and, and go out of your way to make everybody feel good. If that's who you are, then go do that. If you're the guy that just wants to, go, if you're like, I go into rooms and I sit in the corner and I just wait to see who talks to me and then I'll just talk the shit out of that person. Yeah. Then go be that person, and that's how you can contribute. I, I think we we place value on con- contribution styles, um, and 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 I I think that's where they get weaponized. I mean, look at look at look at Trump, right? He's a narcissistic yeah. sociopath who is weaponized being charming. Right. Everybody that meets him that I've ever met, I've never met Trump, but I've met Marla Maples. <laughs> yeah, right. I've met uh others that have met him and they're all like yeah. he's a wonderful guy really nice remembers your name does all the things shakes your hand looks you in the eye he's great he's funny he's charming he's witty right he's weaponized he's learned how to behave so that people respond positively but he's it's his why is just about himself it's oh, only, it's not about any contribution to the future or positive impact. He just wants validation for himself. And, well, and that's, I mean, with anything, it's a lot. That's the other thing. That's a lot of work. And that is something, like I said, I, I don't have everything in the world, but I do know this. He's been invited. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time, you know, like, and I, I'm sure in people's minds like that, you know, oh, I'm not wreaking havoc. In my opinion, focusing on other people, manipulating, because it you know this, we're in a lot of social circles where the difference between someone who's really cool and charismatic and a narcissist, they overlap. And like very there's much, a lot of very people, much though. There's a lot of people, I'll meet them. This happened a couple of times. I'm like, oh my god, they're so cool. Or like, oh, I think they're cute. And you talk to them, you're like, they have very similar set of skills. 
the way they are using them. Their why um, is different. I, I don't think is appropriate. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I think I, I don't see it coming. Maybe it is genuine for them. I, I don't see it coming at a place that is um, aiding or uh, charismatic to anyone else. I think it's completely self-involved. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have time for that. I'll yeah. be selfish in the positive way if I want to take a bath or, you know, have a glass of wine or take a date yeah, to myself. But that's not the same but thing. Using, exactly. That's using people thing. to your, as a tool to get where I want to go to, I don't have time for it. Because then it's saying that I need to manipulate people and I can't that's, just let that's like my the, skills the speak for itself. between boundaries and judgment. Right? Exactly. So if, if, you, if you have boundaries on someone, you are in inevitably in some way judging them right? oh, they behaved in a certain way or they've said something or they just make you feel a certain way and it's like listen uh, i need to have some boundaries here on what i'm willing to do to participate with you as a person and um that's just the way it is so you've you've kind of taken potentially a small example of behavior and you right extended that out which i used to never do which is what got me in trouble so i can take a small amount of behavior and then say look look until you show me that a different this was side. an isolated yeah. incident i'm just going to believe that this is who you are yeah. thank you for telling me and i'm going to treat you accordingly and i'm and that to someone that has learned how to have those more stark boundaries at first for me it felt a lot like judgment and I, that it, was it felt that like was you're being standoffish almost like you're being yeah. and it's not being like you know i think talking about you know the theme of validation and this is something i've learned a lot too in my like whether like career romantically you know people are always like oh is he into me or is she into me here's the answer how do they talk to you how do they text you how do they call you how do they treat you they're telling you, they are telling you how they feel about you. They don't need to say, they can say, oh my God, your interests, you know, are really important to me, but then they can treat you like crap. Like, I'm like, it's, you know, and, it's- And culture, yeah. over, overindulgent culture really gives the advantage to people like that because- hundred yeah. percent. Right. If I want to portray myself as like, <laughs> the, what's that? I was like, I'll say a hundred percent in agreement, like 50 times today. I love yeah. it. It's many you know, and it's just thing. It's like if I wanted to present myself as a good guy, uh, and I invited a girl out, picked her up, paid for the dinner, you know, walked her in, did all the nice things, made sure I was on the side, you know, like did all the things culturally. And it happens all the time. And it doesn't be mean a complete you asshole. You... And, that and that's what women complain about, want... right? And then I'd sleep with that girl and then I'd never call her again. And she was like, I'm so confused. He was so nice and so kind. Um, and then I thought it was, was like, I was really like you. And I, he said all the things that I was wanted to hear. But meanwhile, he was only singularly objected and hid his objection. Um, I think yeah. that, that is the weaponization of, culture and, and i think as we develop a new culture 100%. you know it's it's hey how do we develop a new culture that, that, that disadvantages those people it's not going to make it impossible people are going to figure it out no. 
It never is. But I think having more awareness of difficult. it. I think, yeah. yeah. Or easier to spot. Yeah. Right? Like, you know. That's all down to, like, social intelligence, really. It's just knowing knowing how people are, how they act, and not, I, I think that's the other thing, not, like, right now, talking about weaponization, we are putting such an emphasis on, like, the success and being this, the why, what are you doing to get there? Like, really, like, at what cost are you mm-hmm. really, like, and so I think down the road, if if we don't stop that culture, I don't know how much longer we'll be around. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, that's something that's real, like, that's just, for a lot of reasons, but 100%. you know, I think the American gangster is one of the first, in my understanding of you know history in the modern world. I'm sure it's existed lots in ancient yeah. and like medieval civilizations, but in the modern world, the, the American gangster figured out that as long as he showed up with a beautiful girl, a very expensive car, and a really nice suit, paid in cash, and tipped well didn't matter where he made his money. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, Al Capone, he's a mass murderer. Horrible, sociopathic, psychopathic human being. But he dresses oh, yeah. real nice and he tips good. So he is a, has his own table at this restaurant mm-hmm. in Chicago. And it was that, that notion, that weaponization of culture that I think has permeated throughout in the last 50 or 60 years I think is finally again potentially being challenged and that is really pissing off all the people that were benefiting from the manipulation of that those ideals and the, the benefiting right. from hey like all I have to do is check these boxes and then I can do whatever I want to people Trump literally right. said it right I can do whatever I want I'm a celebrity yeah you just check the boxes and once you check the boxes you can do whatever the fuck you want doesn't matter who they are what they are how you make them feel, what you do to them, it doesn't matter. You check the boxes. I'm a celebrity. I can do whatever I want. And I I think your generation in particular is really challenging that. I would like to offer that, you know, Gen X um, was one of the first generations that was like, I think this is weird in like the 90s. But like, very quickly, the majority of Gen X was kind of like, I think this is weird, but I'm just yeah. going to, I'm going to go with what everybody said to do. Cause I'm going to fuck up my life. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, so. you, it sounds, whereas I think Gen Z and down the millennials are just kind of a fucking mess, but the Gen Z yeah. and down right there, they're looking at, the millennials who had a very different cultural upbringing than Gen X. Um, and they're looking at them and saying like, okay, well, let me choose what worked for the millennials. Let me choose what worked for the Gen X people. And we're going to run with it a little bit. And I think that's where you're getting it. I think, you know, some of the gender fluidity comes from the millennials, but some of this yeah. notion of time is the most valuable resource comes from an idea that Gen X had. We didn't really follow through with it. I mean, some of us did, but I'm in the extreme minority. Uh, you know, time is the new rich. And right. I think you guys are running with that. Um, how that's going to work into a capitalist society? I don't know. We'll see. But, like, <laughs> we'll find out. Um, you know, and, and I think it's okay, right? Like, 
I think I think it's okay that the culture is about the global culture is about to dramatically shift, and you know I just I I wonder how much violence and conflict is going to derive from that. But that's one of the reasons that we're having this conversation. That we've had others, and I'm, I'm I'm having this podcast, and I'm I'm putting the effort into doing it because you know I, if it catches fire. You know, hopefully there'll be a positive voice that says, you know, maybe Andrew Tate is wrong. Right. And there's another way. Because Gen X basically said, I think there's another way. But then no one was there because these types of experiences didn't exist to say, and here it is. Here is another option. Adjust it for yourself as you will. But let me tell you, there's another option. And I right. think that's why Tate's so popular and why Peterson, you know, who's very intelligent and similar and is he's a little bit more yeah. misogynistic. Um, you know, he's, he's not wrong, but he's right for like 50 years ago. He's not right for the next 50 years. And I think that's where like a Peterson makes his, his, his error. Yeah. Um, and I'm just really excited to contribute to the conversation. And uh, I love it. No, I think it's amazing. People will be like, "Oh, like maybe we can do it differently." And I love it. It's going to be why, messy. That's why I wanted it's to still going to be messy. <laughs> I'm always messy. Normally, I'm having the most fun when I am. <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's going to be messy, and there's going to be mistakes, and you know, and then we're going to start changing words, and that's going to get very confusing, and then we'll not change words, and then you know, yeah, and then. The same generation that was like, don't label me, I'm unlabelable, has a list of fucking labels the length oh, of yeah. my arm, right? The ironies and the, the contradictions, uh, those will continue we're to happen. We're all along for the ride. We're exactly. all along for the ride. <laughs> but like, as long as we're driving it towards, hey, like the goal of society is to allow as many types of people to exist and thrive in that society as possible you know then we're really driving away from fascism and i exactly. I'm, I'm a fan of that I, that's what exactly. i exactly i'm a fan <laughs> of not not driving into fascism i love it <laughs> call me american i i that's what i thought <laughs> this was all about you know the america thing yeah it hasn't really turned out that way but you know <laughs> I, i'm still holding on to that ideal but i um, love that but Will, this is this is awesome. It's, this has been uh, amazing. It's late here. I and, love and you. We've chatted forever. We got two, we got I'm we got two. This is the second episode. This is going to be high with John David, but high with Will. Uh, I, we're going to kick it off. Hi, John David. I don't know that we got high at all, but uh, sometimes I do. No. Although we, I don't Some... think we did it all. But um, <laughs> definitely high on life here. Uh, Absolutely. I enjoy enjoy having conversations with you. You know, you're you're intelligent. You're articulate. You're very self aware. Um, and I think the that the example that you present to the world, while maybe more extreme or eccentric, is applicable to those that aren't as eccentric and aren't as extreme. And to be honest, uh, the example that you provide is something that is allows for people that aren't as eccentric and extreme to just live much, much easier. Um, it's a lot simpler for someone who is actually more like me to live their life out authentically. And if they can follow your example, it's just, it's easy peasy. 
right? Oh, because I you know your that. example is 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 more difficult, and I, I think yeah. that's I, I think that's objective. I, I don't think that's subjective, right? It's more <laughs> difficult to be Will at twenty four than it was to be John David at twenty four. Even though John David was <laughs> super confused and different, but that was my challenge, right? Like I I I was being told to do all these crazy things i was like that doesn't feel right to me but then i do it and i accomplish it and i'd be like well i guess that's what i was supposed to do you know yeah you know your journey is very different but i i find it interesting how similar they are even though we're that's why we're buds (laughs) that's why we're buds all right Uh, man. i love (laughs) you you as well uh and thank you so much for doing this and being on here. Uh, have a great rest of your evening in New York. Thank you. All what right, time gonna, is it there? It's about 9.30, so I'm, I'm going to go have some oh, dinner. Oh, God. Do put it. On some, put on some things. Uh, That's what I'm... Maybe go get some dinner. Maybe... No, I'm not ready to make food yet because my, my bedroom is still a disaster. I might just eat a brick of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Just... <laughs> to be... I... To be 24 I'm, again. I'll do olives and <laughs> Eat a cheese. Eat of cheese. Bread. Yeah. Oof. Wine. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that my night. Perfect. So. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thank you all for I'll listening. See. Thank you, Will, for participating. This has been High with John David and Will. Not sure if the path of your parents is the path for you? What questions do you begin with? What does self-discovery feel like? My journey of self-discovery has been both my privilege and my tribulation. I have lived life differently than most. I offer educational sessions on how to pursue your path. Links and contacts are in the bios. Thank you for listening to the Sex and Humans podcast. My name is John David Whalen, powered by Riverside FM.